Hey, Tiger Nation, welcome into another episode of Inside the Jungle with Harrison Higg. Coach Higg, how are we this morning? I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I was on the struggle bus this morning. Uh, my little one has been sick this week. She has the flu, and uh, I laid out all my clothes so I didn't have to disturb her. She was sleeping in bed with me and my wife last night and uh, had everything laid out and cleaned some shoes to wear for our signing um, this morning and as I'm going to leave shoes are the last thing I put on and I found one and I could not find the other one <laughs> it just so happened the uh, the other one was under a giant Peppa Pig in her playroom that sounds about right <laughs> I know that's uh, that's one of the hardest parts of being coaches is the family side of things and especially trying to get up here early in the morning sometimes it seems like I don't know my daughter does the same thing. There's always <laughs> something that's going to be missing. Oh, there, there is always something. And uh, she's actually in really good spirits. Like uh, when we took her to the doctor yesterday, I was like, this little sweet angel of mine is not even <laughs> sick. She is doing laps around. And then the lady came in, the doctor, and, and said she did have the flu. So I, I immediately regretted that thought but <laughs> yeah you called me last night we kind of had that conversation i was like man i'm just glad to know somebody else is like my daughter does the same thing <laughs> well you know speaking of of kind of things going on today and getting ready for that signing let's go ahead and highlight those kids who are we i know we got what four from baseball and a volleyball player signing this morning yeah so we have uh four of our baseball guys signing to go to the next level and really it's a great day for baldwin county athletics having five student athletes uh continue to chase their dream, play, you know, volleyball and baseball at the next level. Um, we have two guys that are going over to Coastal Alabama South. Uh, Coach J.D. Pruitt's in his first year there. Um, he's going to do an outstanding job. You know, those guys come over and use our cages from time to time. Um, and the competitive atmosphere that he's building over there is something to be excited about. Um, I we had a basketball game one night and I'd left something in the coaching office. So I went down there while they were hitting. And I mean, those guys, they kind of sound like our guys in the cages hooting and hollering, competing their tail off. And um, I, I think that program is really on the upswing. He's going to do a great job in recruiting. He's recruiting local talent. And I mean, he's getting two of our guys. One um, is a really special young man, Quincy Walters. Uh, He's a three-year varsity member, hit 327 for us last year, um, was kind of king of smoking the ball right at somebody last year. Uh, yeah. Came through in some really big moments for us, had a tremendous playoff series, um, was really the only one of our guys that went up there and really excelled at the plate. Um, it's almost like when he faces better arms, he gets better. When he's around better competition, he gets better. Uh, he's about as sure-handed of a shortstop as you can get at the high school level. Um, I really think he has a chance to do that at the college level too, just because, like I said, when he gets in a situation where he like can compete, um, it's him versus another person or him versus three or four other people, um, he, he really excels in that. And he's a guy that – you know, he had never really played baseball year-round. Me and him talked. I said, hey, if you 
you have the ability to play baseball at the next level, you need to play baseball this summer. You can't just play from January to May. Um, I said, you really need to put yourself out there. And we helped find him find a travel team. And he had an outstanding summer for the Alabama Raw Dogs. Um, you know, I can't say enough good things about the kid. He is, without a doubt, our leader in the clubhouse. He uh, When he talks, people listen. He's really taking uh, our younger guys under his wing. I could, Coach Harris, I could go for 45 minutes about <laughs> Quincy Walters. I wish I had 20 of them. He is an outstanding young man. Um, the next guy we have signing to Coastal Alabama is actually a a new guy to us. Um, his dad took a job down here in the area. He's moving from the Birmingham area is uh, Eli Woody. He's a catcher. Um, and this just tells you everything you know need to know about Eli Woody. Picture this, Coach. Your senior year, your dad gets a new job, and you have to move about two and a half, three hours away, really, where you know nobody. Yeah. absolutely nobody and um to come in here and click with our guys like he did it was actually pretty cool because he had um actually played with one of our guys before and they were just kind of talking and figured out like wait i was at that tournament i was at that tournament what team were you on travel baseball wait we played against each other like you might have caught me in a bullpen at a showcase so that that stuff is really cool but he is meshed so well he uh definitely has some juice in the bat really good behind the plate uh, tremendous young man, great academically. And I tell you, if there, if any catchers are listening to this podcast, you want to model yourself after him. Just, uh, you know, he does great job receiving, blocking, all that stuff. But here's what you need to know about him. He's basically another coach on the field. He, uh, he knows our pitcher's strength and weaknesses already, and he can communicate that with them. So I don't have to use a mound visit because we only get so many mound visits. Um, he'll communicate with them as they're throwing. So he, he's a tremendous young man. I'm, it has been amazing working with him. He's a great young man and um, can't wait to, you know, see where he ends up one day. He's a really special talent as well. Um, another guy going junior college route is uh, one of our left-handed arms, Jackson Schuler. You know, one thing I'm going to highlight today for our younger guys to listen to, he had battled an arm injury last year. And um, with that arm injury, we tried to keep bringing him back slowly and slowly, and it just setback after setback after setback. So we made the decision to shut him down last year, him kind of focus on his rehab, and he was just solely a hitter. And his happy place is kind of being up on the mound because um, that's where he feels like he's in control. He's never really had to be – relied on as a hitter and really for our lineup last year he had to be and he hit 295 for us last year had some really big clutch hits um and it was almost like when the you know spotlight got bigger or a pressure situation arose he really produced for us and came through in the clutch um so he battled some adversity but i'm proud of him for overcoming adversity i think it's made him a better young man i think it's made him a better baseball player and it's very 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 excited to see him back up on the mound for us and then our last guy he's another left-handed arm um i would put this kid up against anybody uh, anybody in the state of Alabama as far as work ethic. This kid works his tail off. Um, you know, I always challenge my guys to get extra work in, and I, I asked this young man, I said, hey, he goes by worm. And, Coach, <laughs> the first time I ever met him, um, right when I got hired, I'm trying to learn all the kid's name, and I said, hey, bud, what's your name? 
He Worm. said, I'm Worm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're, you're who? What now? He goes, I'm Worm. I said, like, is that your last name or what is going on here? He goes, no, they call me Worm. I said, well, what is your name? I want to know your name. He goes, yeah, Landon Worm. I said, see, it was your last name. He goes, no, no, my last name's Walker. I said, I'm not even going to ask where Worm comes from. But uh, he, I asked him uh, over Thanksgiving break, I said, hey, how many days did you go up and throw and hit? He said, oh, coach, I was up here Monday through Friday. I was up here five days. And I said, that's outstanding. He He's the guy that he comes in the weight room. I don't think everybody likes it all the time, but it's a guy you have to have on your team. Um, he comes in screaming at the top of his lungs, back slapping people to get their, you know, extra reps in. He holds guys accountable. If you see somebody do does a set and it's too light, he goes and adds more weight. He makes our team better. He's got a very loose arm. I mean, he – I do think he has a capability to throw really hard one day, and uh, he's going to the University of Montevallo. But, again, just like a highlight of Quincy, if I could have daggum 20 of Landon Walker's work ethic, hello – I mean, that's something to be excited about. That's something you really can't teach. You can kind of talk about, but you can't teach. And um, I'm really excited to see what these uh, four guys are going to do their senior year. Yeah, those, those are some big guys. Uh, two questions. One, have you asked Worm what we talked about last week about the Ric Flair scenario? Oh, I completely forgot about that. I, d I was going to bring that up, and I think he had junior ambassadors or something, oh. and he was missing because uh, – Maybe, A.O. had made a joke about that, too. Maybe you need to start the speech off today during the signing with a little. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. I think, I think his mom would like to. <laughs> yeah, his mom would probably slap me, and then Mr. Paul would look at me like, Coach Hitt, where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> Which would be even better for us. Uh, and question number two, with all four of those guys going to the next level, can, can they all lace up turf shoes? Well, I know that's a big thing in baseball. Yeah, Coach Harris is poking <laughs> a little fun at me this morning. I bought us some really nice um, they are nice. coaching shoes are that nice. are comfortable as heck. They're the Nike uh, – so I guess Nike, if you're listening to this, we're promoting you. Uh, the Nike Air Diamond Varsity Baseball Turf. And uh, there are holes everywhere in this shoe. <laughs> and I finally just said heck with it, and I'm – lacing it up like a normal shoe i don't know what all the other 15 holes are for but my pants are going to cover them today so i am not worried about it <laughs> <laughs> looking at it now that is a lot of a lot of spots for a lace to go but just figured out though that out there. couldn't pass up that opportunity the other athlete we have signed today is uh sailor bryant she's a volleyball player we'll have to get coach heaton on to talk about her a little bit i don't know sailor too well i know she is one of those kids that she is 100% bought in Baldwin County High School. Uh, outside of volleyball, she's playing basketball this year. I know Coach Hill's been really excited to have her a rebounding machine this year. Um, and then if she's not playing a sport, she's almost if – you, if you need to find Sailor, she's almost always with Coach Tabitha Shell Davis. Yeah, I think uh, she's uh, nicknamed Little Shell. Yeah, like Little Shell or something. <laughs> but that, I mean, they're always together. She's You know, anytime Shell's setting up for a banquet or setting up for signing stuff, there's – Sailor's right there with her. And that's, you know, when she got here as a freshman, it was like she kind of stepped into that role right off the bat. And, you know, I've, I've seen her kind of progress through that. She's always with that. <laughs> so, you know, kind of a cool deal to have that, have kids like that that are able to step in and, and really buy into what's going on here as a school uh, and, and, and love every minute of being here. Uh, coach, another big win last night. 
for basketball, they've got this man This feels good to say is a ball and kind of guy. The full season sweep over Daphne. Absolutely. I kind of called Coach Moore last night to get a little bit of a recap. Um, you know, this brings the Tigers to set or, uh, to eight and three on the season. Um, so very, very exciting start. Um, he did say this was the first time since he's been here they've got the season sweep over Daphne. And um, I actually had to run some jerseys up here um, for the signing. So I watched a little bit of the game um, and then watched the rest of it on NFHS. But kind of a slow start for the guys last night. Um, so it was it was really good to, you know, we have highlighted how in that Birmingham trip they had to learn to overcome some obstacles and handle some adversity. And I think it showed up last night, you know, got off to a slow start, was down eight early, and then uh, came back, kind of had it on cruise control. And then uh, Daphne came back at the end and, and made a run at it. But extremely proud of the, the fight that our guys have, um, extremely proud of just – the effort that they continue to show on the basketball court and the willingness to play for each other and get better every single day. And that's what it's about. And I know there's still, um, you know, the cool thing about it is I think we've seen bits and pieces of them hitting their stride, but I would still say, and I think Coach Moore would agree, they haven't clicked on all cylinders yeah, consistently, which is exciting being their eight and three, Coach. That is, yeah, and the only three losses being to – Huge teams up in Birmingham. <laughs> the Vestavia Hills game, like, you know, that that's a whole literally a different league. They're seven A. Yes, I will like. Uh, I would like to highlight this. We've talked about uh, Kobe Johnson um, in football. You talked about the interception of him literally jumping over everybody. Yeah, that happened twice last night. He just when he jumps on the floor. And guys, if there are any college coaches listening to this, he is only a junior. Yeah. Okay. He. He can play, whether it's football or basketball. He is a heck of an athlete. When he leaps from the daggum, you know, hard court, I promise you his shoulders are almost above the rim. And he had a breakaway dunk, dunk that set the roof on fire last night. He full-on windmilled it, and, Coach, he threw it down really hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that kid is unbelievably athletic. And once he gets in his stride, he's really feeling the game. Man, he, he's ridiculous. He's, he's hard to stop on the football field. And he's, in, in my opinion, even harder to, to play around with basketball. Uh, just a, a great athlete and good, a good kid overall, too. Uh, coach, not a whole lot of sports going on this time of the year. We're right here. The scramble right here before Christmas, you know, as, as teachers, we're all stressing, trying to get the finals and stuff. And, uh, you know, students are they're doing the exact same things. But into this week, you know, we, this, this comes out on Thursday. As this is going to come out, uh, you'll be driving wrestling team down to Fairhope for an in-school tournament, correct? Absolutely. Um, very excited to see that. I haven't seen a wrestling match yet, so excited to watch and um, see Coach Huffmaster and the wrestling guys. Um, but as I'm driving them down, they have a little in-school match over against Fairhope on Thursday. Um, basketball welcomes Sarah Land for a big in-school match. I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I love the in-school match, in-school games. Uh, just that atmosphere, you know, AO and I have already kind of – we got the plan together. We're going to try to do probably a uh, student section edition. feel like it's just perfect to do it that day. Uh, that atmosphere is unlike any other. When you get in an in a in-school match where the whole school is in the building, uh, and, and especially in a rivalry like us and Sarah Land, you know, a team that, that, what was it, two, three years ago kicked us out of the playoffs. 
I mean, that, that was a tight couple games. And they end up knocking us out of contention there. So, you know, a game that I'm really excited to be a part of, uh, really excited to record some Hale with Hale footage in that one <laughs> and get that rolling. But Oh, man, that could uh, – that has potential there, oh, the Hale with Hale video. Man. But – we do want to give a shout out to the student section for showing up for home basketball games. I mean, even watching the network last night, even, you know, listening as I'm kind of in the lobby talking um, with one of our administrators just about the signing tomorrow, hearing how loud. And again, fans, you make a difference. If you Absolutely. show up and support these athletes, you make a huge difference. And that is Highly welcome, so continue to show up. We are extremely excited to host Sarah Land um, for the in-school game. And last year was my first time being around an in-school game, and I've never seen an atmosphere like that in a gym. I mean, as an imposing team, that's pretty intimidating to come into. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Coach, this one last little short deal we'll throw in here, and then we'll really knock it out uh, into these interviews and, and a little bit of trivia again this week. Uh but I know probably the biggest thing that I, I think you live for besides baseball seasons got to be definitely number two on your radar at Bowen County High School. Friday, the student-teacher basketball game. Oh, I I cannot wait. I have uh, – I guess in year two I've loosened up a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I went and talked to Coach Hill, and I said, Coach, I said, you know, me and Coach Jackson, we kind of got our feelings hurt last year, you know. I get it, Coach Jackson didn't make a shot, but I, I only missed two. Jackson's in here, man. I know. Our video <laughs> producer is in here. So, so we, <laughs> I got hit by a bus three weeks ago by Coach Harris. So I, sorry, Coach Jackson. But, <laughs> we just, uh, <laughs> we just, hey, transferring the blame. <laughs> America's favorite pastime. But uh, I talked to Coach Hill. I, I do think we're going to have a teacher side. You know, him and Coach Ray have talked a lot of trash. And I've not said anything because if we go out and lay an egg, then they're going to talk <laughs> even more trash. But Coach Jackson, I'm going to go on air. We're going to win the teacher side. Man, it is happening. Now. We're throwing out a guarantee. We're winning it. And then when we play one of the basketball guys, like, yeah, we're getting smoked. But uh, Coming at you live right now, we're in the equipment room of, the, of, of football here with uh, me and Coach Higg. We've got a couple special guests with us. So uh, go ahead and introduce offensive lineman and wrestler Jaden Middleton there. Uh, I'm Jaden. Little lineman that could, yeah. The smallest lineman in 6A Region One football. We got a uh, Landon broke leg Hadley. Hello. He's a played a played a few different positions for us in football, uh, and we got old Gavin Schaffnerd. That's a great intro to have for me there, Harris. Yeah, at least I said your name right. Well, Gavin's I mean, that a for something. Gavin, uh, he he's famous for standing on the sidelines and picking paint off his helmet. As I'm well hardest, as uh, I'm the hardest practicer out there, because my paint he does practice all hard, except for the next guy that is the hardest practicer, and that would be Caleb Williams, yeah. uh, the one and only scout team Heisman winner. You're big, big number fifty-eight. Yes, sir. All right, all these guys are seniors, so they should know a lot of these questions because we'll throw some questions in about coaches, uh, as well as some bowling questions. So we'll start off with an easy bowling question. We can go elimination style this week uh, since we got a bigger group. So the first question will go to Jaden. If you miss a question. You're out. All right, we'll have us a winner at the end. So, Jaden, in standard bowling, how many pins are there? Ten. Hey, we're one for one. Coach Higg, we're on. You look nervous. What's the maximum score somebody can get in a single game of bowling? None of these other guys would know this because we were discussing bowling questions before we asked all these. 
300 is the magic number. 300. All right, Landon. Let's see how we want to do this. Uh, in a strike, how many pins do you knock down? Ten. Ten. Got it. We should have the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music going on. <laughs> I may have to find that as background music. Uh, let's see. Hi, Gavin. All right. In a bowling alley, what is considered to be a kid's bowling ball? What weight is considered to be a kid's bowling ball? You gave me, like, the only difficult question so far. It's not that difficult. My uh, my phone a friend, Jaden, is saying that it's six pounds. Okay. Well. I didn't know we were allowing cheaters today, but hey, it works. We'll give him hey, one. It counts early. for something. I'm still on the show. <laughs> All right, Caleb. Three straight strikes, two strikes in a row. What do we call it? That would be. We're close to Thanksgiving here, so. Uh... And now we need the Jeopardy music. Gobble, gobble. Oh, a turkey. Hey, we'll give there you the first one. There we go. All right. Gonna get a little bit deeper here. So, Jaden, in order to score a perfect three hundred, how many frames do you have to bowl a strike in, or how many consecutive strikes would you have to have to bowl a three hundred? Everyone throughout the whole game. I'm looking for a number, but <laughs> can I phone a friend? Sure can't. Round one's over. Thirty. That'd be a big negative. That'd be twelve. <laughs> And we got our first one. He was doing he was doing three hundred divided by hundred. Owner to is not always the best thing to do. All right, Coach Hig. There's one way to get one eliminated. Give him the wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> sabotage. Trade up. Sabotage. Uh, man, these are these are some. I'm struggling here. I'm gonna have to edit a lot of this to find these right answers. Because uh, I got some weird ones that Howard and I got yesterday. All right, Coach Higg, what is the heaviest legal bowling ball to be used in a game? Hmm. Trying to think of all my high school days at the bowling alley because we had unlimited free coupons for bowling, so that was our entertainment. Uh <laughs> I'm going to say 15 pounds. You are so close. 16? It is 16, unfortunately. No, 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 no. Hey, round two's being rough. 20 bucks. We get another one right here. All right, let's see. All right, Landon, we'll just ask you the opposite. What is the weight of the lightest legal ball in standard bowling? I'm going to go with um, six. Hey, we got the first correct answer in round two. How mean do I want to be here, Gavin? Not too mean, because I kind of like being on this show. It's my first time. Hopefully, it's not my last. Well, as long as you don't keep making moves like Broke Leg Landon over there that almost Well, Broke Leg, it sounded like you popped it back in the place. Celebrated, and I heard a pop. That was not good. Dude's got a whole brace on his leg. Uh, I, similar to the sport of boxing, what is the term for a left-handed bowler? Southpaw. Hey. Don't celebrate and hurt yourself like Landon did. But you got it right. Well, on to Caleb. Let's see here. All right. Caleb, what do you call the special shoes used while bowling? Bowling shoes. Believe it or not, it's that simple. You're correct. All right. We're down to three. 
All right, back to Landon here. All right, we get a little bit more difficult here. Landon, how many boards comprise a bowling lane? I'll give you a hint. It's between zero and 40. Is it 40? No, it's 39. Yeah. That was just kind of a mean question, honestly. It was a mean question. I like it. Uh, None of you are going to get this. All right, then, shoot. All right, let's see here. What type of bowling is played on a lawn? On grass. It's a thing. Well, who in the world? I'm assuming lawn bowling then. Hey, he's got it. All right. Caleb, can you survive round three? I'm going to try to. All right. At the top of a bowling lane, there's certain things you use to aim. What are they called? The guide arrows. Got arrows. Hey, seriously. I don't know about God, but he got arrows, so we're going to give it to him. Half and half. Uh, we, I mean, we're asking the wrong guy about bowling. All right, let's get in some coach questions to break this tie of the final two here. All oh, right. All right. Let's see here. This coach, and, and we'll do this. We'll split a little bit differently here. So, at this point, we got two left. When I ask a question, I want you both answer so you'll give me an answer gavin you'll hold the mic over to caleb he'll give me an answer make sure you talk into the mic so the listeners can hear it and i'll tell you if we're both right both wrong whatever we go from there and then we'll pick a winner and if you both lose then i win that right? doesn't count you're the host and well i know the answers all the questions well that's because you're looking at the answers on actually on the i'm not looking at the questions good try i know these all right this coach has or this coach at one point in his life was a top 500 mario wii gamer I'm going to pass this on to Caleb. No answer. Coach Noll. And Caleb Williams, the scout team Heisman for the win. Getting Coach Noll. Coach Noll, I can't wait to get him on at some point and talk about that. Caleb Williams winning the second ever in for the win trivia. All right, guys. Let's get back to work in the equipment room. Tiger Nation, as always, thank you for listening in. Uh, we, we love having you guys be a part of this community. Uh, and, and we really, really enjoy doing this podcast each and every week. This week, we got a little bit shorter of an episode as, as we get into the final or the midterm season for us. Uh, it's it's kind of a scramble for teachers and coaches and, and students together to just kind of figure it out and get everything rolling. Um, plus, we got some bigger plans coming out. Uh, at the time, this, this will come out later this afternoon. Make sure you tune in on Facebook. As Inside the Jungle with Harrison Hick will be going live from the student-teacher basketball game on Facebook. Uh, it'll come out as a podcast episode, so if you miss it, that's okay. We'll have that recording for you where you can listen in. going to be even better with video, though. Um, <clears throat> we'll have a good time with that today. Uh, we, we're trying to get some more coaches on here in the future. Uh, we, we had a plan this week. didn't quite work out. We'll have to get back to that. As we go, though, just just thank you guys for being here. As always, please, 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 if you have a Tiger fan that doesn't listen, you know somebody that, that would find this interesting, share it as much as we possibly can. We are in 14 different states and even Canada now. So really cool opportunity. Coach Higg and I talk all the time about how it's amazing how fast this has grown, This as this being the seventh episode. Uh, and we get better at what we're doing. Uh, the trivia section been a great time. And as well, if you can think of any trivia question you want to hear on the podcast, go ahead and throw it in the in the Q and A section that we have. 
on Spotify every time we release one. Um, thank you for listening in. I uh, look forward to talking to it, talking with you next week, and go Tigers! Won't you follow me into the jungle?